and welcome to Comp. Hello. Hello, Lucy. Hi. How are you? I'm good. This damn stand. We need to. I. I'm going to take a stand for new stands. <laughs> uh, it's a big day, right? Let's just get a drill. I own a drill. All right. I mean, I don't know what you're trying to. You think because of this new this verdict, you have to <laughs> keep me in check. You're worried that the, the men of the world are finally standing up to to the yoke that is women, <laughs> and that you need to you know like throw a few jabs in right off the bat. <laughs> just to kind of, just to keep it from just there was a landslide of men. It was a helpful suggestion. Well, you, you didn't, I mean, it was, it was a little get a drill. <laughs> I have a drill. You've seen me use a drill. This is not going to work. Are you, 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 you're not going to bring Amber Heard back. You're afraid I'm going to drill your fingers off. Well, just like just like just like Auntie Amber. Auntie, is she going to become a a, a, a a a what you call it, like a Joan of Arc to you women? <laughs> Look, I am a little sad that Me Too is officially over. It's officially over. It, look, um, that's a wrap, folks. We, uh, you know, it, it, you had a good run mm. uh, for, what, five years? All women were believed. <laughs> All um, of them, without, men, without, without exception. Men were held accountable. Carte blanche yeah. <laughs> accountability with were the women. The women get the carte blanche. A, a couple of serial rapists went to jail, but uh, sure. Well, one got out. Yeah. <laughs> And one got out almost immediately. The, war, the worst man alive. Got, well, maybe not, but bad guy. I think the real question is, was Me Too ever really alive to begin with? It was with? a thing. Look, I mean. Much like the abortion debate. I was a little confused about, because, look, so if you, if you, just for frame of reference, I guess earlier today, Johnny Depp uh, mostly pretty much, pretty much won his case against uh, his ex-wife, Amber Heard. I think he was suing her for $50 million. She was kind of suing for a hundred. He was awarded ten million plus five in punitive, but they can't do five because of cap in Virginia or whatever. So it's like that becomes three hundred fifty k. So he gets ten grand plus three fifty k, and then she gets two million because his lawyer said something about her. So <laughs> okay. That's, and I'm not sure if that pays that or if the lawyer pays that. That's gotta suck if the lawyer had. Like, I'm, I'm Johnny Depp's lawyer. Like, that's all, <laughs> I mean, was he? I guess he's paying a lot. Yeah. I was. I, I was gonna say, is that all the money he's making from this? I mean, I don't know what lawyers. Probably not. I mean, it, probably more. Yeah, those lawyers probably get a lot. I mean, is he gonna get a lot of work? I mean, I'm, I'm worried about the lawyer. Is he <laughs> uh, gonna what, get, Camille Valquez? Well, she or? was part of his. I mean, I, I think the main guy was a was was a guy. Fittingly, he had a woman. I I just know. I was trying to look up highlights of the trial. And I noticed he had a woman, and she was interrogating Amber. I think that was probably on purpose. I'm not a legal expert, even though I did have a paralegal mind. I was gonna say you you have a paralegal mind. If um, we were suing some woman, yeah, um, whether it was uh, you know warranted suit or not, I would have you interrogate her on the stand. Oh yeah, that's always strategy. the strategy. So here's the deal. So so Amber Heard, you know, so she's got she's basically bankrupt. I, mean, I, I only know that because people were gloating that she was bankrupt. Yeah. On Twitter. I don't know. Look, this case is funny. Not funny, but, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a strange case. I, uh, I pulled up an article that seems to go into depth about, like, what her net worth would be now. Okay. Ooh. Um, already. Yeah. <laughs> this seems, it's so perverse. This whole, I mean, I get it. Celebrity trials have been around for 30, 40 years now, but it's, this one just seems, it's so much going on right now. Right. And so, even in the realm of legality, <laughs> like Roe v. Wade and whatever, like... <laughs> And like, and then you have like 
is the Amber Heard trial. Uh, but it matters because the Me Too movement's over. Don't forget that. Yeah, right. But what, what about this net worth? Uh, okay, so several reports list her net worth as being in the region of $8 million. Although, Right, but that's what, she, that's what she stands to lose. From this, but run, one report has it as low as $2.5 million. Well, then she's fucked. Then she's really fucked. That does not bode well for Miss Hurt. Uh, she better get into Pineapple Express 3 or 2. <laughs> uh, hopefully the Aquamans are... Uh, She's in those Aquamans. I feel like she's going to end up in a lot of, like, low-budget slashers. Ooh, that, that could be nice for you. You like those. Where the twist is that she's the killer or something. Oh. Uh, like the... like the. I didn't want to spoil it even when I didn't like the movie. <laughs> but there's a movie like that. Yeah. Very popular movie. Mm. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there yeah. is. Uh, um, Gone Girl. <laughs> well, I mean, it's Gone, been 10 years. Gone Girl's one of them. Uh, High Tension. Is another a great French? Well, you spoiled that, but I didn't see that one. <laughs> so anyway, back to herd. Uh, yeah, look, the try. I mean, I didn't. Wa- Here's the thing. I mean, people are going like you would because there's a meta narrative, I guess, of Johnny Depp. Um, it definitely does seem. I, I did notice that a lot of it was anti Amber, and I don't mean that necessarily in a, in a pejorative, but like people seem to be on Johnny's side. Then I did see some editorials and stuff where it was like, well, actually, Johnny's paying a team of. Uh, experts or whatever you know crack video uploaders to like upload these clips and stuff does, and she the, have a, does he have a, a russian troll farm i i think he basically that's kind of the implication that like some some version of a troll farm mm. is working for the jack sparrow and uh jack sparrow is just it's a pirate ship of uploaders <laughs> and uh and that basically that's why you know all the negative press and there's Certain, you know, what you might call liberal media blogs. We're going, Amber Heard's a victim. And look, she probably, I think a lot of people seem to think that, you know, they're, they, neither one of them seem, uh, I mean, he's just drugged out of his mind all the time. Yeah. And it uh, doesn't make him an abuser, but doesn't make you a good boyfriend either. I think. I- <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, you know, like, no, I mean, like, it does seem like from the preponderance of people talking about it that she definitely lied a lot. Yeah. Um, I just don't well, feel Well, like- yeah, I think the big hammer was that, like, she most likely photoshopped these photos. Like, like oh, okay. they, they showed the side-by-side, and it was, like, it, they were oh, okay. pretty different. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, so it's, like, uh, you know, uh, yeah. I'm totally open to, the like, her being the villain. I mean, I'm not, like, trying to, like, debunk it. It's just, this one strikes me as strange in the sense that, like, there's never been more availability of like you just watch it on you, but I have to watch eight hours of footage now. I feel like more than usual because right. there are such polarized viewpoints here on the trial. I mean, not that OJ was you know uh, middle of the road. Oh yeah, and some of it is pure hypocrisy. Like yeah, like, like if Amber Heard were like snickering with her lawyer while Johnny Depp testified, right? People would be all over her. And that's basically oh. what Johnny Depp was doing the whole trial. You know, yeah, like he was it, doing little quips. He was yeah. doing little like, oh, like a hundred Thompson. If she, had, if there was evidence that she was just drunk all the time, that would totally be used against her. I mean, like, there, there wasn't. I mean, do we know there wasn't? I know. I know. I've seen montages that were offered to me to watch, which I, I didn't. But you yeah. know, like, but there was like, oh, look at all these times that Amber Heard was goofing off in court or some shit. Or I think in the UK trial she was. Here's the thing. I mean, they're yeah. both they're both rich. They're both in the Aquaman movies together, or no? They were in. He's <laughs> no, not in Johnny, the Aquaman. Johnny Depp isn't in Aquaman. He's not. He's in the he's in the Gilbert Grape franchise. I think that was probably at the root of a lot of their struggles. 
the is it, they, he, they, wa- he wanted to be the Aquaman. He he he. Look, this is the, her accusations have kept him from realizing his vision of the of the what's eating Gilbert Grape cinematic universe. <laughs> Um, and like that's when DiCaprio was going to come back for it. Uh, and that fat mother, I mean, it's t- terrible to say, but that fat woman's probably dead now. Yeah. She's a very big woman. And they bur- jo- in the movie, they burned her in the house. Spoiler alert, but you know, they burned her yeah. dead body in the house because she was too big to get out. Yeah. And I have a feeling that the actress was also burned in the house. <laughs> tragically. Johnny Depp wanted <laughs> Amber Heard to gain 450 pounds yes. to play the new fat mother. In the extended universe of what's eating Gilbert Grape. Right. And she and, was selfish and said no. Yeah. Yeah. As was her wifely duty to do so. And I mean, you know, that's just, uh, <laughs> I mean, who, who's offering a better, what, what, who is she in Aquaman? Like the, the dolphin? <laughs> what, is, what does she do there? She's a. Is she, is she, is she a, a sword, a swordfish? What do they call those things? <laughs> is it a swordfish? Yeah, a swordfish. Sword yeah. That and I would look. I, that'd be such a Aquaman is such a dumb name for a water-based superhero. I would call myself the Swordfish. <laughs> now I know there was that movie Swordfish with John Travolta and they're, and they're hackers and whatever. But that, but Aquaman predates all that, right? So Swordfish is where it's at. Anyway, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I feel like you know you'd have to watch eight hours of this trial to like you know know for sure. But I don't. Here's the problem. I don't see how it really fits the meta narrative that like me too is over. And I'm not, I'm not championing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm not championing that me too should stay forever. I'm not even sure me, me too represents anymore in most people's minds. I thought it was like a thing that happened a couple of years ago. And then now we're trying to like, listen to women. And yeah. And then Charlie Rose got fired. I mean, he's probably, it seems like he was showing people his dick. Yeah. So it's like, you know, should he have been fired from showing people his dick? Perhaps not. Maybe not now. Is that what's going on? Look, if anything, like, Me Too has just been over for a while because it lost steam and didn't know what direction it was going in anymore. Right. But, like, it's like... When they went after poor Aziz Ansari just right. because he, uh, you know, kind of, you know, tried to get a woman to blow him in his apartment. <laughs> and you know. use the claw, whatever that he, is. Yeah, he, he, he has a little claw technique. It, you know, that story was, uh, it wasn't flattering. And it's not the, again, not the best boyfriend. Yeah. But, uh... I, you know, it didn't seem in the same level of a Weinstein or a Spacey. Yeah, but like, but what is the basis for like, it, like connecting it? Like, yes, of course, it takes steam out of a movement when people lie about things. Sure. So Amber Heard, you could argue, if Me Too was still going at full steam, she'd take some of the steam out of it. One thing but, I did kind of realize because I did tweet about it at one but point. Like, what is rape legal now? Well, <laughs> like, we'll get to that in a second, yeah. um, and maybe. Right. Um, but no, like, because I, I, to be fair, I, I kind of forgot that this did kind of start what, like, in twenty sixteen, and uh, I guess for a while, I mean, I just kind of it all sounds so crazy at the time to me, even that like the the, the finger chopping had already come out by the time I heard about it. I think. Yeah, and I was like, who who knows what's going on there? And like, yeah, Johnny Depp just seems like a drug addict. No offense, I mean, but yeah, I'm just like I don't necessarily. I, I wasn't connected. I didn't care if Johnny Depp, you know, whatever. Donnie Brasco is a good movie, but like, yeah, who, like, what do I know? Uh, but I guess people did take her at face value for a while, and then and now it's like, and that's why it's kind of because, like, look, it's kind of like if Alyssa Milano turned out to be lying about Weinstein, right? And yeah. then like it's that kind of thing, I guess. Yeah. I just never registered this case. That strongly on the Me Too charts. It felt more like, uh, it, it felt more crazy from the jump. 
Right. Um, so I guess there's that. I guess it, 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 that, that was never the big steam case. By that time, it was, you know. Yeah, by the time I heard about it, I was like, these are two maniacs who get drunk and abuse each other, probably. Right. Like and, they, and, and, they, and they cuddle afterwards, and then she yeah. bites his dick. Yeah, and then they're on the phone like, I love you. I, lo- uh, <laughs> I want you to be the dolphin. You got to be in the, I want to be in the move. <laughs> But yeah, so I mean, I don't know. I, I, does Harvey Weinstein? Did we already ask this? Does he get released? <laughs> um, I think this does set a legal precedent for that. Yeah, I mean, he's got to be sitting there going, "Johnny Depp uh, exonerated," or you know, won won his case. Mm. Bill Cosby just fucking Kaiser Sosage his way his way out of jail. <laughs> right. It, and uh, imagine if Bill Cosby came to the Johnny Depp trial. Oh my! I'm here to support Mr. Depp. This is, this is a victory for <laughs> Bill Cosby. Uh, you know, I mean, like, does 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 Louis get to come back? I mean, he's kind of back, but like, not really. You know, but does he get to have like? Do we do we get the Louis 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 back <laughs> in the FX show? Yeah, which I think he stopped doing anyway. <laughs> he definitely lost stuff. I'm not sure what I can't point to. Season two of Horace and Pete. <laughs> I like these things. I'm, I I yeah. would like to see them. I, yeah, I'm just asking. I, I depression watch Horace and Pete all the time. You do. I, I wake up in the middle of the night. You're watching Horace <laughs> and Pete. It's just always the episode where like he finds out he's like you know lost his uh he's he, the, the medication that keeps Steve Buscemi out of the mental institution <laughs> yeah. has gotten like you know uh, what do they call it like uh, what do they call that like, uh, recalled. <laughs> you know? Oh, it turns out gave some people like kidney spots. He's like, I don't care. I'm going to be insane. Give me, the, uh, give me the thing back. And I'm just why? And why are you awake? It's very emotional. Why are you awake? And you just such a compelling story. You just hiss at me. <laughs> I'm watching Louis. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's all a very. What bugs me is just people accepting narratives. Yeah. You know, like I don't care if you think Amber Heard's a, a pig. Or if you think Johnny Depp is a souse mm. or louse. Yeah. It's just like, but this is the end of me too. Is it? Like if, when one guy writes a fucking headline for like Forbes. Yeah. And like, this is the end of me too. Oh yeah. And the guy, the, at least the one, the headline I saw, it was like a Douglas Murray thing. Like Douglas Murray, the, 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 uh, like shitty Christopher Hitchens of our time. <laughs> this like hack. Who's just, always, who's just always like, been, who's always just like warning people about that, that, that the West is going to like crumble under Islam The Wild tomorrow. West? The Wild West? <laughs> yeah, the Wild West. Wild West? Will Smith is going to join, uh, is become an Iranian sheik? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Imagine like uh, thinking that the Western civilization like, still yeah. has like it going on. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to go to Islam. It's going to go somewhere. Whatever, <laughs> dude. Get on, get on board. Um, um, but yeah, like this is the guy who's saying, B two is over. Like, and by yeah. the way, again, two years too late. Like, right. So we, we go back to not believing women. Right. <laughs> Charlie Rose gets his show back, which is nice. I mean, look, I don't, he shouldn't have shown his dick, but I mean, he, he he interviews you know well. I like it when he talks to like you know Donald Rumsfeld and they have a nice uh, courteous. Did Rumsfeld die? I forget. He did, right? Donald Rumsfeld. I, I believe so. he died this year or last yeah. year. Well, I can't interview him anymore. That's what Me Too robbed us. Another Donald Rumsfeld, Charlie Rose interview. Uh, so good riddance, Me Too. <laughs> uh, shame. But, um, yeah. Anything else you want to add? I mean, before your uh, your gag order comes through <laughs> as a woman? Because it's um, over, baby. No, no more men do this. No more... Uh, 
A white man. That's just white people. Yeah. No more white men. <laughs> now, now you're back in the shoe. <laughs> this is white people. Me too's over. I have to. I have to raise fourteen children in the shoe again. Yes. Uh. There's no more. Oh, straight sish sishet. Is that how you say it? <laughs> sishet white men. It's just sishet white people. Um. Well, you lose. Uh, you lost a notch on your on your card. <laughs> um, uh, it's been a good run. Yeah. Who? Not really. <laughs> It's been, a very, it's been a meager run. It's better than it was, I guess. I mean, no, I'm not saying the world is. I mean, if you don't have money, no one gives a shit. Probably, yeah. right? I mean, look, I'm sure there were some guys out there who got caught up in, like, a, you know, a similar situation to Johnny Depp who couldn't afford to, like, you know, defend themselves in the same way. Like Kevin Spacey. Um, <laughs> and, like, and, like, or who are afraid to, like, you know. No, but seriously, there's probably guys out there who might have, like, you know, but... I, it's just hard to like. Yes, of course, women lie sometimes. Yeah, look, of course they do. The, the, if anything, the precedent here, and I don't even really think it sets this precedent. Maybe more just in the public consciousness, it sets this precedent. Yeah. Like, there are people who say if you can't prove that somebody raped you, you should be penalized. And it's like, my thing is like, there's a difference between not being able to def- to definitively prove something as hard to prove as rape, right? And like being proven to have lied about it. No, like, of course, yeah, like, hundred. No, look, yeah. without saying it, my implication, yeah. I thought right. maybe not was that like I understand that like the whole legal system vis a vis rape is very very not not good. Yeah, it's just not, and I don't know what the answer is. Mm. Um, but it's no longer believing women. <laughs> So, uh, back to the drawing board. Um, anyway, other controversies. Uh, we There's a whole thing going on with um, this new Disney show in the Star Wars uh, cinematic whatever uh, called Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, yes. And there's an actress. Uh, do, you, do you know her name, by the way? It is Moses. Moses something, right? You don't really need a last name when your name is Moses. I mean, I would just, yeah. I mean, I'm the Mo- I'm, I'm Moses now. Can you part the C? <laughs> Moses, I'll Moses, part your head. Moses Ingram. Moses Ingram. So Moses Ingram plays an inquisitor on the new Obi-Wan Kenobi show. Now, I want to get very clear off the bat that I didn't give a, two shits about Obi-Wan Kenobi show. Mm. Uh, this is not something I was excited for. Or was even intending to really watch. I mean, I figured maybe if I was, you know, if I had colon surgery, uh, you know, and they had Disney Plus in the hospital, you know, maybe. Um, but hearing about, you know, the stuff, because basically there's these accusations that come out that uh, similar to what happened, you know, they say happened with the Force, the, the, the Last Jedi with Kelly Marie Tran, whatever her name was, mm. that, you know, they were being racist to another uh, woman of color in the Star Wars thing. And right. that, uh, Laura Dern too was it wasn't that a similar? I mean, she was a bad character. Well, that's a thing. Like these are bad characters. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. So basically, the problem is the pa- characters you like are bad. Also, yeah. Star Wars also, is bad. Also, Star Wars fans are bad. Yeah. Um, I don't mean look. They are the, these things are ra- racist. You know, we'll get to that. But also, just if you like Star Wars, it's kind of like it's not a great start. Um, I can't. I like. It's like I want. I, I don't know. Sometimes I try to like Star Wars for some reason. Yeah, like Empire Strikes Back is cool. I think yeah. you, you don't even go that far. I get, uh, that's fine. No, it's cool. Like when he's uh, like when uh, Harrison Ford, he's like, uh, "I love you." And he's like, "I know." Yeah. <laughs> I guess, yeah, it's like a cool swashbuckling. We all get. It. I don't have to you know go too far on that. I'm just. 
just saying there's a lot of sand landscapes. That's not, in the original Star Wars? Uh, recently. Oh, yeah. No, they, they keep going back to the sand. And it's very monotone. It makes me want to take, it take a nap. Where are the stars? Where are the stars in That's Star not Wars? sand wars. <laughs> but, yeah, I wanted to check it out because... Uh, I wanted to see, you know, because I, I I know, look, because like Laura Dern, like, you know, people might call that sexist or Kelly Marie Tran. I really thought Kelly Marie Tran. Now, here's the thing. I do think people probably did get out of line with her. Yeah. And, uh, you know, some of them probably were racist because it's the Internet. Right. But I, I think, you know, the character did, in my opinion, suck. Mm-hmm. And so did Laura Dern's character. So I wanted to see what was going on. So we watched it this morning, the first episode of Obi-Wan Kenobi. And I can confirm that this was uh, Moses uh, Storm. Wait. Moses Ingram. Moses Ingram. Moses Storm is a comedian, <laughs> I think. Oh. Uh, Moses Ingram is not great in this show. And it couldn't matter less because this is one of the worst pieces of garbage <laughs> of a show I've ever seen, let alone, a, you know, a Star Wars show. I mean, it's just she's actually one of the better people in it. And she's, it's, uh, she's not doing great. <laughs> and I don't, know, I don't think it's probably not her fault too much because... Everyone's pretty bad in it. Um, but, like, she's not rising above the material too much. But it couldn't be of a worse. I can't understand anyone singling her out. There's two inquisitors next yeah. door. The bald guy and then the other weird-looking guy are such worse actors yeah. than, this, than her. And she's also not doing great. The guy who's supposed to be, like, the scariest one in the first scene comes in and does, like, a really weak, like, a, like you know, almost like inglorious bastards you said that, You said to like, me. Where it's yeah. Like, where it's, like, the Jedi, you know, it's, like, he could at, at any minute say the Jews. Right. Like, it's, like, it's the Jedi squirm around in the shadows, and, and the hunting the Jedi takes patience, and it's, like, uh, but it's all so lame. You like, said, it's, like, there's yeah. nothing intimidating about it. And then, like, the minute they see a Jedi and try to capture them, they turn into the Keystone Cops. Like, yeah. No, so you said to me as it was going on, like, oh, is he the, the, the Christoph Waltz of the, of the dark side? Yeah. And I'm like, and I literally wasn't even trying to be a dick. I'm like, what are you talking about? Right. Because, like, it didn't even, it was so bad. Yeah. That, like, it didn't even register that it could be. Even though, like, in hindsight, no, that was a great analogy. Yeah. He was doing, but, like, so far removed. Right. I mean, the, 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 this Jedi who's the, the, the handicapped guy from Good Time. You know, one of the, the Safty brothers. Yeah. Who? This is the look. The Safty brothers. You know, they did Uncut Gems. They did a Good Time. Very talented. You know, young directors and filmmakers. And I'm I'm sure the pitch was like, you know, hey, you want to be in this? It's like I've always I've always loved Star Wars. I got to be in it. You're a talented guy. You have taste. You've seen what this franchise has become. Why are you still doing? It? Like, <laughs> stop being part of this. Right. Stop co-signing this garbage. Mm. Um. But yeah, he like runs away and like throws a curtain and yeah, then stops right. these like inquisitors. <laughs> right. I don't know. So not not to summarize the show. I mean, it's very the directions were very uninspired. And I mean, like I don't usually be a dick about that. Like I'm like, oh, Obi Wan Kenobi. It's not, it's not. That's not what it's for. But just the flat, wide shot. Like just really just didn't feel like anything compelling. And so, like, somehow you and McGregor isn't isn't good in it. Like it's he's like, never been good as Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, he sucked in the prequels. Honestly, the only thing he's good in is Train Spotting too. <laughs> oh, I feel like you and McGregor is generally good. And but, what? I mean, I was thinking about. I like you and McGregor. I have. I think of him fondly. Yeah. But like, <clears throat> excuse me. I was looking through his list, and like you know, besides the Train Spotting films, nothing. You know, he's in Black Hawk Down, but he's not really a big part. Um... He's in a bunch of weird, like, rom com things. He's in that 
Baz Luhrmann, was he Moulin Rouge or something? Um, yeah, he was Moulin Rouge. He was good in that. I'm sure. All right, he's fine. But he's not the kind of guy, he's not what I think of. I, yeah. I think of Mark Renton from Train Spotting, right? Right. And we'll get to that in a minute. But, uh, like, I, he's just, like, he's fine. Like, there was that movie, like, the, the Ghost Rider he was in. There was, like, he was good in that. But, like, look, he's a guy that's been milking the heroin movie for 20, 30 years. Mm-hmm. And they keep giving him these franchises. And he just sits there, like, duh. And so, I don't like it when people play the race card inappropriately, if that's how you want to put it. Or, right. like, jump right to race every time. No, I get it when people get fatigued by that to a certain extent. But, like, it's honestly, like, the most reasonable explanation, in my opinion. Yeah. Because it's like, I can't imagine how you single this one actress out. Right. When, like, yeah, she's not doing great, and everyone's doing, not everyone's doing worse, but a lot of people are doing worse, and the people doing better aren't, are barely better. Right. Um, some people accusing her of, like, speaking of bonics. I mean, that's just, like, you know, I mean, she's just, it, it was a little, her cadence felt a little uh, acronistic. That's the right word? Anachronistic? Yeah, but, like, we were talking about this before. It's like, it's like, there aren't a lot of, like, British people didn't exist, don't exist in this no, world. No, well, sure, and then like, people have British accents. No, like, granted. Uh, so that's, look, I mean, the biggest thing with her is she's, like, trying to intimidate people and just not intimidate, like, just not being, like, a, I don't know, the writing's terrible. Right. But, no, I mean, you can't pull the not racist card if if, if you're, like, that's the thing, don't pull the race card. Well, don't pull the not racist card if you have no valid reason for <laughs> right. this. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, if you want people to stop bringing it up, pick a hill to die on. Right. And then a lot of these people just did seem, we, we looked at, I'm not going to repeat these posts, but they were, a lot of them were racist. Yeah. They were pretty racist. I mean, one, one person, like, said, like, uh, you're, what is it, you're, you're was it the threat? Um, oh, your 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 days are numbered. Your days are numbered. And I watched a guy on Twitter just literally like, that, that's not a threat. Where's a direct threat there? There's no, like, pulling, like, you know, someone from Twitter's not going to show up and, like, you know, whatever. It's got to be in the streets. Violent. Like, well, all right. I don't know. It's so, also like, look, for people who don't want to, like, uh, get bogged down in race, they're sure diverting to, like, race-based criticisms a lot you're you're a diversity hire like it's like yeah look maybe but it's like ultimately that that's a criticism that has nothing to do with her performance right yeah look don't just say look kelly marie tran was just like a really annoying character and again i never i never never thought to like ever message anyone on twitter or go (laughs) after him i'm like oh this kind of sucks right like her character didn't even think to blame the actress i'm like you know she seems kind of like you're annoying but like this whatever, like I mean, I can't imagine tweeting at anything. Hey, hey, you McGregor, you're not as good as you were when you were shooting dope with a dead baby. <laughs> I like you better when you were shooting dope and you and you and the baby next to you and it was dead. And I mean, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we solved that one. It's a uh, not a good show. <laughs> so don't watch Star Wars anymore. I don't right. understand why anyone does. I mean, the Mandalorian. Yeah, don't is message cute. the people in Star Wars. I mean, if you get give them, if you want to message them a little kiss, a polite kiss, <laughs> that's fine. Uh, it's not fine. Well, no, a polite. Like if you say, I, I, if you write in a in a in a in a, in a message. Well, you tell me. Messaging people in Star Wars. Me too is over. I get to speak. My point isn't about me too. My point (laughs) is that messaging people in Star Wars things is immoral because it just encourages people to make more Star Wars. Well, that's fair. But if I I wanted to address my, if if I if I send a message to you and McGregor saying (laughs) up and literally the text says a polite kiss on the hand to you, good sir. 
That's fine. Don't tell me that's not fine. <laughs> hey, Me Too is over for women, not men. So, no, you, oh. can't, you can't message you and McGregor a little kiss. What if I just what if I write, I offer you a polite little kiss? <laughs> uh, that, that's fine. Okay. That's the, the, new, the new magic words. <laughs> in the post me to ever. I just offered her to, to kidnap her and take her kids. I just offered it. It wasn't a threat. Uh, speaking of you and McGregor, we we're gonna watch this last night, and then uh, I've been trying to get you to watch Train Spotting One, the first one, because I wanted you to watch Train Spotting Two, which I, I rewatch it. Yeah, I've, I've well, seen it a few times. Right. Well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, but you, you insisted you had to watch it again before we watched Train Spotting 2. Yeah. Which I've seen once in the theater, but I wanted to watch it again. So anyway, we were going to watch Obi-Wan Kenobi, and I was like, well, let's just watch Train Spotting. <laughs> and we did. And yeah, it's a great film. I, really I, I, love, I like Train Spotting. Um, and a couple funny, interesting things. You, you had an inter- interesting story about Train Spotting. Because we, there was a, we know there was a sex scene he has with Kelly McDonald. Right, and we, and we and I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about this one when we talked about like sex scenes in movies. Yeah, uh, and you brought up a little story about uh, sex and trains or oh, about the not so sexy scene. Or, where, where, tell, the tell scene where your, he shits himself. Tell us your story. So um, I did once end up in a kind of college hookup situation. Yes, and sometimes during college hookups, like it's like you you know the pretense you you have a pretense. You know, like you're hanging out. Right. And it's like, yeah. You're, you know, for us, it was we were talking about train spotting. It comes up, and, and you, you light up. Yeah. And he can, I got, I got her. And you hook, pounce. Hook in the mouth. It's just like a fish. <laughs> I, th- I think I suggested it. But okay. Yeah, what? Okay. Uh, that we go, that we watch train spotting together. All right, but he, but he, but he but how long did you talk about train spotting before you departed that like initial location? Um. I, I don't know. Right, a <laughs> that's while? A very, that's a very strange question. A while, though? Uh, maybe a few minutes. All right. I'm just saying he probably he probably was very excited that you, you had something to talk about. That's all I was getting. Yeah, I get it. You, you pounce on him sexually. I get it. I, I'm just saying. You're the aggressor. <laughs> I was just making the point that he was, he was probably well, like, I, I understand Me Too is over, but sometimes women do decide to have sex. No, I wasn't. As, I, I was just saying he was probably relieved that there was some bond. He was a shy, he was actually kind of a shy boy. Oh, exactly. That's, yeah. This is my point. Yeah. You're making my point and arguing with me. <laughs> so anyway, that's our that's our pretense. All right, we in our Puritan society, that's our pretense. Sure. And we go and we uh, to one of our dorms. It may have been his dorm. Uh, we start watching train sport sporting. <laughs> train sporting. <laughs> we start watching train spotting. He's probably thinking to himself, "I can't believe I'm about to pull off train spotting. Yeah. It's amazing." <laughs> and she's doing all the work. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, we start, you know, making out. Yeah. Feeling each other up. Ooh. And we're about five minutes into the movie. You know, we're not. Our plan isn't to pay attention to the, to the movie, obviously. But you got that. You need that pretense. You can't just yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it, yeah. What I had forgotten, and I had watched the movie before, but I had kind of forgotten how visceral it was, especially sure. in the beginning. Yeah. Right. Like in the first five minutes, this guy like sticks uh, some opium up his ass, and then immediately has to shit himself. Opium suppositories. And, yeah, <laughs> and then and like and and he's narrating the whole thing, so yeah. you can't even like it, it's not like your eyes are averted, right? So you, so we end up kind of like trying to hook up through this whole monologue about shitting yourself. Heroin and, makes you constipated. The heroin from my last hit was wearing off, and the suppositories yet to melt. I am no longer constipated. Yeah, 
I've seen this movie a bunch. I'm like, yeah. That, that's what you hear. And you as hear the sound of... As he's trying to fucking get in yeah. get under the undercarriage. <laughs> and like, we're, you know, it's like there's there's fucking the sound of him diving into a toilet. Into a to- yeah. Uh, you know, him gagging. Sure. Just the sounds of... The visceral sounds of human gagging. He got, he got hard. Around filth. <laughs> I came so fast. <laughs> no, basically, we couldn't do it. So how did that manifest? But if you don't mind me, like, was it, did, did, did it feel like a mutual thing? Did you acknowledge it to each oh, other? Oh, it totally felt like a mutual thing. Yeah. Did you acknowledge it to each other at all? No. <laughs> so you you were literally at the at the heavy petting stage. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Over the over the breast, if I can ask. Uh no no under, under uh, over the breast. Yeah, over the over the shirt. I mean, but breast like no inside the muscle. Too. I mean, he wasn't just rubbing your your shoulder. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no. There was there was a tit. I'm saying once you get there, Attention. I, look, there's, I'm, I have no way am I trying to say it. Like, once you're there, it's, it's all, you know, you, it's all good to go. Well, you would think so usually. Well, but, like, it's, it's a good indication. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, you never want to give, you know, men the right, you know, maybe maybe now that Me Too is over, but <laughs> I would have said before that, like, just because she's letting you touch her, th- you know, breath doesn't mean you're going to fuck. But, like, you know, yeah. now nah, who knows? Me Too's over. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, my point is you guys were kind of committed uh, sexually in, yeah. in your head. And then just hearing that and you just kind of both chilled out. Yeah, I mean, like I was real. I mean, I knew that but subjectively I was not into it. Yeah. I think at some point I felt the under his undercarriage. Mm. And there wasn't much going on there. Real. And like, and it was just kind of like, it just. I don't know if I'd lose, lose wood. <laughs> Just because some guy was in the toilet. Well, you were, well, you worked at a morgue. Even before that, I mean, seeing the guy in the toilet wouldn't make like, especially like if a woman's there with me, like trying to get at my undercarriage. I don't know. I mean, sir, you know, maybe. I mean, I'm not saying it, it would excite me, but that seems like a, whatever. I silently put my clothes on and uh, left to, to uh, no protest. I'm pretty sure yeah. I, I could stay hard through watching a man shitting, like literally, like a video of a man shitting. <laughs> If I, not 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 because I'm watching it, you know. But I'm just saying, like, if I had to, if I was being tortured, and you're like, they're, you you're gonna get soft. Like North right. Koreans had me in like, tell me you get soft. Like, well, no, I'll just watch this and stay hard. <laughs> you know? Right? Yeah. I'm sure you could. I'm just trying to be. I'm just trying to demonstrate my prowess over this other man. No, you do. You are. You do have superior. Even though we're prowess. engaged and like you haven't seen this guy in like 15 years, probably. Yeah. I'm still competitive. Yeah, look, even if I listening to the train spotting monologue made me lose it, it, it would be nice to know that you wouldn't. I would, I, I would just be ready to go. And I would say, doesn't doesn't matter. It's hard. Whatever you want, lady. Because me too at that point would have been going on. Right, yeah, me too. <laughs> but now it's over. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway. <laughs> so that's a fun story. Yeah. Did you, so you guys, did you even get to the part where he spud throws his shit on the, the, the parents? Or that you, no, you were wrapped no. up by then? Well, we, we didn't. I mean, uh, yeah, that definitely would have put a cap on it. But sure. That would have, I mean. Yeah. Look, it's a visceral. It's not the most, like, gory movie you'll ever see, but it's, like, but it's visceral. Like. No, yeah. look, look, it's gross. Yeah. Uh, there's also a very visceral scene that we were, you know, have a little discussion about. With, so, there's, you know, I mean, I, I'm just going to spoil it, but there's a baby that you see in the early part of the movie, and you're like, even then, you're like, well, it's cute, but it's in a heroin den, so that's not great. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, predict- kind of predictably. I, think, I would say predictably, it dies. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it prompted a discussion about, 
I mean, should we just go straight to what it was? Or, like, do you remember how it got to where? Oh, yeah, because, you know, we were looking at this. You know, they did, did a good makeup job making this baby look very painfully oh, dead. Yeah, no, I wouldn't want that baby. And I, I would be upset if that was my baby and, like, it was, it was an actor baby. Yeah. And I saw that, I would just give it up for adoption. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I mean, I can't go back to being your dad, though. Yeah. That's gross. <laughs> But uh, so I was I was asking you, I was like, it, it's basically implied that like this baby died of neglect, right? Like it's like, it, and, and, yeah. and yeah. you're well, like, yeah, yeah. Probably. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think they like, you know, threw like a volleyball at each other. Right. <laughs> and then like didn't remember and then they woke up from their heroin binge and they're like, oh, what do we do? We play volleyball. I remember playing volleyball. Yeah, it's not acid. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, a, you know, nobody like smothered it or anything. Right. Yeah. But I was like, you know, that's actually like, but I was saying like, that's actually worse because like, that means like it's super prolonged suffering. Like, you know, and I brought up that like sometimes in like global history and like times of famine, right? women would like mercy kill their infants. Like if they weren't like producing milk, if if there wasn't a lot of food around and like, I get it. I'm not trying to judge anyone because I'm not obviously not in their shoes. Right. uh, (laughs) Starving to death. But, uh, but this prompted a probe of whether or not. You can feed a newborn baby well, yeah. things other than milk, right? Well, because right. like it just seems odd to me. Because even though I'm not judging him, it strikes me as like it must be an odd moment to to like smother your baby because you don't have food for it. But then presumably you're gonna, you're alive, <laughs> so you're, you're eating food to stay alive, <laughs> right? Yeah. And none of that food goes to the baby. And I, I look, I guess if you die, then they both die. I get that logic. Yeah. But this still must be a weird thing going like. Mm. <laughs> I'm uh, this neutral grain bar. It can't feed both of us. <laughs> Let's be honest. They're very they're smaller than they look on TV. Yeah, well, look, it's like think about what's around during a famine. It's like may- maybe the occasional potato, right. That's half rotten. You're not gonna feed the baby. The baby's not gonna eat the potato. And I contend that this is. I definitely contend that you could feed a baby a potato. <laughs> now, not like I'm not saying you take a potato and you shove it in a baby's mouth and you let it gum it until it softens. It makes a little mashed potato in his mouth. That's not what I'm saying. But I think that you could take potato and whatever, however people puree in the famine place, you know, they, I don't think they have a cuisine art, mm. you know, or blender. But, you know, whatever. They have, they have, people have mortars and pestles, right? Yeah. And they make a little potato. They grind the potato up and they, del- and they pour water over it and dilute it. Yeah. And then you feed it some of this potato water. <laughs> potato water. Okay. I mean, look, this is not going to be a great baby once you're all said and done. Yeah. It's going to have issues. <laughs> Vitamin deficiencies, um, maybe a weird head. I don't know what happens when you feed a baby potatoes, but like, yeah. you know, I'm just saying, like, it, it, but it, it, I think it would stay alive for a while. Right. Yeah. I mean, look, maybe, maybe, maybe watery potato smoothie mm. would keep a baby alive potentially. Yeah. Um, I think the baby would be. I think that there would be a sort of underlying resentment because it, it doesn't know that there's a famine. Well, it doesn't know anything, and yeah. you're not going to tell it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you do tell it. Look, <clears throat> I mean, there'll be, look, it's the same way when, like, you don't, you know, oh, um, you, you didn't let me eat your tit or whatever. Yeah. Uh, breastfeed. Right. <laughs> uh, you didn't let me eat your tit. You know, women get fussy, you know, people get fussy about that when they found out they weren't breastfed. Uh or like whatever, or like wasn't hugged enough. I mean, yeah, I'm, I said it's not going to be, you know, this baby's not going to be Colin Powell, right? Um, I mean, you did. That's a weird example, this. I guess. I mean, Colin Powell was a great, was a great, yeah, great you know, military career. Yeah, you know, whatever. 
I mean, Col- he, he was raised on potatoes. No, I'm just yeah. saying. No, you're not going to be Colin Powell. Yeah. Oh, he was a oh. West Point graduate. <laughs> I know he had that issue with the Iraq War, but I mean, he was a West Point graduate. You're not getting into West Point probably if you ate potato water as a baby. I could be wrong. I'm not, I'm not a biologist. I mean, we were talking about on the Cump Dump how Teddy Roosevelt was a, was a sickly kid. Sure. Uh, maybe maybe your kid could grow up to be a rough rider. If I mean, maybe, him. but I think you're missing that it was a rich family who had a sickly kid. Yeah, like he, was, he just had bad genes. He was just a <laughs> fucked up kid. And they were like, look, whatever you can do, doctor. It's like, I can give it, you know, injections and stuff. But it's still going to be a weird creep. And he's going to invade Mexico for no reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he'll be alive. Yeah, your kid's gonna be a weird creep, definitely. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, I guess riders. I guess you should try to feed a potato water. I'd rather, I'd rather have a potato water baby than a rough rider baby. <laughs> That's so I, he's so obnoxious, Teddy Roosevelt. I mean, you did raise the question. I think it's a legitimate question of whether in a famine, when you mercy kill your baby, yeah, what happens after, right? Do, you, oh, do well, you eat it? Well, yeah. I mean, it begs it begs the question. Yeah. Do you eat it? I mean, if it's that bad that you had nothing. I mean, honestly, did anyone consider you're killing a whole baby, right? Mm-hmm. Baby, so that's bad, right? That's not like you're already in, in a position where you're killing your baby. Mm. Maybe try cutting your baby's leg off and feeding him with some of the, the leg meat. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, I'm just saying, like, I don't know how it works. <clears throat> But I mean, look, I'm I'm the butcher. I'm oh, I'm Paul Pot over here. I'm 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 uh, Ho Chi whoever. I'm Mao Zedong. Mm. Uh, who, who who else? <laughs> Stalin. Because I just in, in, instead of killing a baby, just you know took his leg and fed it to him. Yeah, it's not prefer. It's better. It's better than your thing <laughs> of killing. I know it seems more perverse. Hey, look, it's not my thing. <laughs> I'm not saying let's all do this, you know, uh, in the 21st century. Right. When we're, you know, in our in our hybrid cars, that's all just mercy kill our infants. Just eating babies and Teslas. Yeah. Um, okay. I mean, I, I agree it's not your thing. Yeah. Uh, but, would, but do you think that, you know, um, back to the, initial, the previous question. Would you know, short of that, I guess that's too taboo for the potential cannibals in the room. But do you eat the baby then? Don't don't feed the baby its own meat, but eat, we're gonna eat it. This seems crazy. But- I mean, look, it's the kind of thing where a starving family might do it and then just hope that you know the per- they're just like, hey, let's just hope this is lost to history, and it probably will be. I mean, at that point, don't you just kill yourselves like in a nice way? <laughs> a nice way. I'm just saying. Like, I guess if you have a bunch of other kids, it used to be probably. And maybe he still is in other parts of the world that like, you know, babies don't get guaranteed. Yeah. You know, and so if you make, I think it was probably a truism there. I'm not sure how much, you know, accurate I'm being, but that, yeah, if you make, if you make it to like, uh, what, what's after toddler before, before puberty, um, just a, a kid, uh, yeah, like yeah. five year old adolescent. Kid. Is five year old nice lesson? Mm, no. Whatever Child. five year I feel like if you made it to five in like the seventeen hundreds, you were like over the hump. Right, yeah. And uh and so they have a bunch of over the hump kids and they're like, look, we rolled the dice again and uh your mom and I like the hump. <laughs> even though it's the middle of the it's it's kind of the uh quiet place argument. Like, why are you having babies? Like, because we like humping. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, there was nobody coming around taking the baby's footprint at a certain point in human history. Well, you're, you're talking about getting caught. I'm just talking about, you know, how you feel about it. <laughs> yeah, no, no one's going to catch you in, the, in, in this scenario. Um, 
We, that's not why we don't do it. Yeah, right. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Look, yeah. I, I would, but I mean, they have the footprint on file, so <laughs> we'd be fucked. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean, and you kind of go, "Look, this one didn't make it." Mm-hmm. I guess that's the, the way you look at it. But uh, otherwise, I would just be like, you know, we're gonna kill our baby and then do then then what? Mm. Just live? That seems crazy. <laughs> I mean, I, I, maybe just let like a fucking kangaroo eat it or something. <laughs> I mean, I'm just like, look, this baby's gonna die. Let the lion. We're, we're, what's a predator for us? Bears? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Ba- let the bear eat it. I gotta be the one killing my baby. The baby's barely gonna feel it. He'll bite it in one bite. Mm. Let the bear do it. <laughs> Who's killing your kid? That's crazy. Yeah. This is just, I mean, it's not, I mean, I, I, I feel for you. Throw some prayers if you had to. But I just, I, I, I would just jump into a, a rock pit. Yeah. I'm a good daddy. <laughs> uh, how the hell we get on that? Crazy. Uh, moving on. I, I spent a long time convincing people I don't want to kill my baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> too long. Speaking of shows, uh, we did all, we're not going to spend too much time on this probably, but we, we did watch Stranger Things. Uh, over the, you know, Saturday or whatever, mm-hmm. the new Stranger Things, and again, this is not we're not it just happened to be on, and we checked it out. It was fine, um, decent show. I think it was better than last season. That's all I'll say as far as plot. Mm-hmm. Um, it was good. I enjoyed it, but uh, I, w- one thing I wanted to bring up that I found interesting was uh, you know some of these kids and people have brought this up. They've aged uh, at different rates and with different uh, results. Yeah, some of these kids uh, still look, you know. Cute or whatever, forget. Yeah, I'm not gonna say attractive because that's I'm not, I'm not you know a creep. Yeah, and they're kids, uh, and I you know would never kill my baby. I would never mess around with kids, but you know they're cute looking kids, and some of them haven't aged that well. No, no, they haven't. Uh, and well, it's always when you when you cast really young kids for a show that's gonna go on for a while. Yeah, you're always rolling the dice. Uh, yeah, no, this is a, t- a ticking time bomb, and then they 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 spend three years. Uh, between seasons for some reason, so they can build a better, you know, uh, Russian monster or whatever. <laughs> right. Uh, and I, they, I just think they've—I don't want to spoil anything—but they've done a good job of bifurcating the ugly kids. <laughs> uh, what we call the C, the C yeah. squad, the C yeah, team, just like keeping them busy off screen. Yeah, like they're all kind of grouped together in their own thing, and uh, they just. And that way, they and they, and if you watch the episodes, oh, we haven't checked in with those guys in a while. Uh, what happened there? Mm. And uh, who cares? They're ugly. <laughs> uh, and so, kudos to Netflix. I think that, you know they don't need to. I mean, they're they're, they're really tamping down. I read they're not going to be doing more Irishman movies. Mm. Um, and when I saw the headline, like, like they were going to make another Irishman, <laughs> but, but it, it was just more like they're not going to make vanity projects or whatever because they they lost like half their stock price. They can't wait. keep making all this garbage. Wait, like, like Scorsese is the Irishman? Yeah, I mean, that was a Netflix movie. Yeah. About, okay, so they lost money on that. But it's not like a vanity project. Well, I don't know. Who knows how the accounting works? I mean, yeah. is there is anything profitable for Netflix? But, like, they're hemorrhaging money now. Right, right. And so... They're, they're sticking with the hits. The things that... I just think they're not going to give a guy $200 million to make some, you know, weird movie about, like, fucking Jimmy Hoffa. Right. No one, you know, it was a decent movie. But my point is, they don't have time to be putting these ugly kids in front and center. Yeah. It's like, move them to the back. Mm. Uh, So kudos to Netflix for that. 
Smart Wait, move. You have any thoughts on Stranger Things? Yeah, I mean, look, I think it's it's a, you, you liked it, right? I I enjoyed it. Yeah, no, yeah. it's fine. I mean, we don't need to. Maybe we should. Maybe we should. We should spread these out into the world. We should do reviews. Yeah. You know, and then like people would find us. And then, like, yeah, oh, he's got. They have a good sense of you. They made some quip about this uh, about the Dustin kid with the teeth, and it, it was kind of funny. He's a funny guy. And then we start talking about killing our baby. <laughs> it's like, you got if you can't feed a potato, you might as well kill it. And this, this is not what I signed up for. Uh. Anyway, uh, apparently, I guess it was at the Masters, some tournament. Where Tiger Woods played golf. Mm. That's anonymous. Uh, there was a guy. There's a meme going around. Uh, they call him. What do they, what do they call him? One second. No phone guy. And here's this picture. I'm gonna bring this picture up. You can see. You see this, Lucy? Mm. This is Tiger Woods. I don't know where he's at. What hole he's at. It doesn't matter. But it's a a picture, and everyone in the picture is. Uh, is using their phone, like filming him or, or photographing him and looking through their phone at him. Mm. And except for this one guy on the left who is holding a Michelob Ultra. And uh, he just seems to be watching. He's just enjoying it. He's in the he's moment. In, yeah, he's living his life. He's in the moment. He's just like, this is Tiger Woods. I hope I'm, I'm going to offer him a little kiss. Hopefully he accepts. Whatever he's thinking. And uh, it became a, a meme. And now he has been signed. I'm not sure what this means. By Michelob Ultra. This just this guy. Just this guy who was just who was just holding a Mick Ultra, mm. and now he's signed by a beer company. And I'm furious. Yeah. Because I'm. This is right up my alley. <laughs> right. I mean, I this guy's not doing shit. He's probably just drunk as shit at 10 a.m. <laughs> in the morning. He's just he probably like dropped his phone in the river, and like you know, some goose took it. Mm. And he's just sitting there going, oh, I, I told my wife uh, I, I pick up the kids, but I, I, I lost my keys. And <laughs> fuck, who cares? Uh, and they, but he, they sponsored them. I would be such a better spon- uh, ad- ambassador for the Michelob Ultra brand, I think. Because it's key. I'm a keto boy. It's a keto beer, I think. It's low in carbs, they say. Right. I would be going out. There. I'm not going to be sitting there watching Tiger Woods. I'd be walking up Tiger Woods. Okay, you want to get a sip of this? This is McUltra. McLeob. Your mistake is... You got too many carbs in your ass, Tiger. That's why you can't recuperate. <laughs> your mistake is you're, you You think this is a matter of worth or charisma. Yeah. They just want to take this guy and, and Photoshop him into different places. Mm. You know, it's going to be him holding a McLeob at the crucifixion of Christ. I'll show up at and- the Capitol building. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> on on, on a- January 6th of you know, 2023 and just with a bunch of Michelob Ultra and I'll say here's the uh, here's the new what do they call it? The capital thing? The insurrection? Why don't you insurrect why don't you insert, in, insert this beer into your mouth? And I'm dressed like Uncle Sam or Ben Franklin and I'm just screaming Michelob Ultra! I'm not gonna I got a gun! I got a gun! <laughs> I got a, I got a knife. <laughs> Screaming, I'll go, go outside. You know, you've been to the White House, like outside the White House, mm. and like to the gates. And it's pretty far from the building, but let's go to the White House gates with a sack of Michelob Ultra, and you can be filming me for viral content. Right. And I'll just be screaming, Joe Biden, 
I got some Michelob Ultra for you, you son of a bitch. <laughs> and they start screaming about laptops. Where's that laptop? <laughs> Probably in the Michelob Ultra building. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'll just show up. Where else can I show up? See, I think what they're... The, is, I'm trying to pitch I, myself I, to the Michelob I, I people. think the vibe they're going for is like living life to the fullest, not just, right. not just being a terrorist. <laughs> well, but, I'm, the, I'm describing... Being a psychological terrorist. I'm describing something a notch or two down from terror. I mean, terror. <laughs> come on. I'm just a, I'm just a patriot. <laughs> Uh, where else? I mean, can I show up? Not what's not in DC. <laughs> Should I show up to the uh, what? What's a religious thing you could do? The Catholic. You could go on the Hajj. I don't think that they don't drink beer. <laughs> uh, I love. Well, if I go to St. Pat's Cathedral. Yeah. Or the Vatican. Uh, I show up at the Vatican and, and, and I just throw it at the Pope. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but I will do. I'll be the, the the viral content boy from the global. This guy's not doing shit. Yeah. You have, who's going to remember him in five years? They'll remember me. I mean, I'll show up at fucking movie premieres and throw Michelob Ultra at people. I'll just, I'll do the thing where you shake the beer up. Mm. I'm just going to pay Grant Paltrow. Here's your goop. Michelob Ultra. <laughs> Baba Booey. Yeah, but see, that that's why he's perfect, because Michelob Ultra is the forgettable man's beer. It's just, it's, that's what, the, they love this guy. I mean... You're too much of a force for Michelob. Maybe for Budweiser, that would be fine. No, but Michelob Ultra wants to play with the big boys. This is, this is a problem here. You're thinking small. <laughs> you're thinking you, like you're in Mad Men, and you get the account, and you're, and you're like, well, we're just a, a local airline. And Don Draper's drunk, and he's like, I'm going to make it international. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the prostitute I grew up with? <laughs> and they fed me M&Ms. <laughs> and he gets fired. But the point is, you, you think small. I think big, like Don Draper. Right, right. I mean, what if I show up? Um, who's like? What's an event? Think of an event that could be at. Uh, you could be at a a funeral. A funeral, sure. Who, okay, what's a famous funeral? Uh, JFK's funeral. Wait, that happened years ago. <laughs> you could be at. Who's, uh, gonna, who's likely to. We need to play the predicting game. Mm. It's like betting, like sports betting. Who's going to die? We have to figure out who's going to die soon. Old, old, like Betty White. Imagine if I could have been at <laughs> Betty White's funeral and just. Megalob Ultra here! <laughs> so, what would you say at. at uh, let's say. We, I don't have a better slogan. It's just. Megalob Ultra here! <laughs> It gives you wings. How do you That's think, uh, how, how would Michelob Ultra factor in to, say, uh, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg's funeral? I right, see. So start giving a eulogy. Um, this woman was a trailblazer. She was a brilliant legal mind. She's going to lose I- us, row. <laughs> she retired. <laughs> now I got Michelob Ultra in the mind. All I can think about is cold Michelob Ultra without the carbs because she's going to lose us Roe v. Wade. <laughs> See, it's not, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not good at jingles, I guess. Right. I, think, I think this is compelling. If I heard this being yelled at the funeral, I'd be like, well, let's just try Michelob Ultra. Right. You know? Like, you know, I, I enjoy Red Bull occasionally. And I watch Formula, I've watched Formula One for years. And even before there was a Red Bull team, they sponsored the uh, Sauber F1 team. Like, I'm like, what is this exotic drink in, in the early aughts, in the year 2000? <laughs> Seriously, the year 2000. I mean, they had a 7-Eleven, but I was always a little afraid to try it back then. 
I was like, what is this? This Red Bull. Is this legal? It's at 7-Eleven. But then you see the, the racers. The same thing. I'm like, I'm like the Formula One racers. But I'm at a funeral. I'm just yelling about tasty Michelob Ultra with, that, with the carbs and I'm the keto boy. Um, yeah. I just want a, sp- a company to sponsor me. Yeah. Why, why can't I get a brand deal? Well, that's a good, I mean, it could be a good strategy. Like, like I remember for a long time, Red Bull went with the angle of like, suggest, kind of implying that, uh, you know, it'll, it'll make you horny. Right. It'll make Is that you, what gives you wings it's supposed to be about? Yeah. Like a lot of the early commercials were just like, you know, they're suggestive sexually. If anything, uh, it's probably it's like it's caffeine is a vasoconstrictor. It's going to make you yeah, less it makes likely. no sense. All things but, being equal, less likely probably. Yeah. If anything, but they went with that. You could, I thought you, it just you meant, could go with the angle of Michelob Ultra makes you insane. Michelob like, Ultra, well, well, you feed it to your kids. <laughs> All right, if you, if you keep a, keep a few cans. I know your wife first chance first sign of trouble. She's going to try and smother that kid. Because she doesn't think it can eat potatoes. <laughs> so just beat her, you know, head her off at the pass and have <laughs> these warm cans of Michelob Ultra lying around. So you look, bitch, me too is over, and I'm not letting you kill my kid. And you pop a can of Michelob Ultra, and you pour it in your baby's mouth, and you go, there, who needs a tit now? Johnny Depp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And this is this is my pitch in the in the in the Madison Avenue meeting. Look, I I'd buy it. I'm not sure why, but that's the whole thing with advertising. It's subconscious, right? Is that, so, is that kind of subconscious? <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. It is. I mean, look. I mean, what would happen if you fed a baby beer like that? Not. <laughs> I mean, it's not great. They say in the womb it gets fetal alcohol syndrome. Yeah. So it's probably like a lesser version of that, right? Or worse? Is it <laughs> maybe worse? Because maybe you absorb some of the alcohol before it goes into the baby. It doesn't seem to be good for babies, but it's better than being smashed in the head by a hammer or like eaten by a bear. I feel if I found out ten years later, like oh you were the guy. It's not gonna last forever. And someone comes up to me and goes, "You were the one who uh, were on, was on TV in those weird situations, you know, promoting Michelob Ultra, telling us to feed to our kids in a worst case scenario." I'm like. Yes, me. Like you know, I, I did that. You know, we got stuck in the in the woods in the cabin, the landslide, and I fed my baby the beer. They have Michelob Ultra, and we got handicapped. <laughs> didn't, 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 things didn't go well. And you know what I say? What? You know, better, 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 better than not. I don't know. <laughs> I literally just—I couldn't even say better than not being dead or something. I just—I'm so bad at being a spokesman of Michelob Ultra. I'm so sorry, and I was just getting on my knees. And says, I'm sorry. They, they gave me ten thousand dollars a year. I thought it was worth it. Um, and then you'd have to—and then you'd have to apologize on behalf of Michelob Ultra. They would not. And I mean, that could I, be at his own own commercial. Well, look, I mean, I would apologize on behalf, but not on their airwaves or their social media channels because they would. They they years ago they've already written me off. Like I become a liability. Mm. Um, but I would definitely. I would. I would. I would just start ambushing Michelob Ultra events, which I'm not even sure what that was. Are right. But like, I would show up at the at the corporate headquarters and um, just demand <laughs> demand to be heard. <laughs> uh. I don't like just sponsor me. I mean, what, what else could we do if it wasn't Michelob Ultra? Some kind of gum. 
Uh, is it, like, like, like dentine ice, maybe? I think you would be a great spokesperson for I, dentine ice. My teeth are always falling out. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a terrible, terrible idea. Um, maybe a brand of hammers? Hmm. I mean, that's the thing. There's no brand for. Like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to be the Bob Vila of like you know hammers. I need to, I need I need a beer. Well, look, it's all in how you brand it. You could totally make a, a, a who makes hammers. I don't know, Craftsman by Sears. Yeah, Sears. Or, you know, Sears brand. could come out with a specialized self defense hammer, mm. and you could show all the different ways that you could use the hammer on an attacker. You know what? Speaking of that, before we go. Uh, I watched this clip. I don't even know where I could find it at this point. But it's off the cuff here. But I watched this clip where this guy was claiming that hammers uh, kill more people um, in America every year than guns do. And it didn't sound right. And to his credit, it looked like the guy from Axios, but I don't know if it was. And he was like, I don't, that's not true. <laughs> and the guy's like, look it up, Google it. And he did. And it wasn't true. But, and he said, or someone said in the comments, I think the stat they're talking about is that hammers kill more people than AR-15s, mm. which is still incredibly. I I didn't know so many people knew how to use hammers for, for, <laughs> for weapons. Yeah, and we talk about it a lot in this show. I mean, if you're new to the show, it's come up a bunch. You know uh, how how sensible. I, I mean, I feel like I've been promoting this thing now. It's just violence. <laughs> I thought I was promoting kind of a quirky idea, like yeah, like the girl in the raid had hammers. Yeah, and like. You know, you know, it's fun to go, well, what are you going to do? Like, I'm a contractor. I, you know, get away, cop. But, like... Yeah, it's a two-sided weapon. There's something kind of cool about it in, in a, I don't know, anime kind of way. But now, I f- looking back, I feel like, was I just, like... Was, is the, was I doing the equivalent of going, you know, it's a great way to kill people? <laughs> Butterfly knives. I, mean, I guess it's the same, because people do do it. I, I thought it was more quirky. <laughs> it would be great if we looked at the stats, and it's, like, a month after the premiere of the Cump podcast... <laughs> Hammer-related oh, murders just soared in the U.S. Oh no! Uh, I mean, look, if that were true, we'd be doing a lot better here. <laughs> All right, I would love to have that much reach, unless we have the most weirdly devoted fan base. We do technically have the numbers that if like half of our listeners like did do it, yeah. then like somehow it would, you know, that would be insane. Imagine having that much pull to get to like to increase like. Jump a category in in, in, in in killing weapon choice, yeah, like influence, and then not even have like enough, you know, listeners to get like you know actual like you know uh, ads and stuff and whatever. Yeah, I'm just saying that sure. that'd be the tragic story of our life. Yeah. Uh, so whatever, I still think the hammer's a sensible tool for self defense, of course. Look, if someone's trying to kill you know kill your baby because it won't eat potatoes, yeah, I mean, use the hammer. Were you gonna not use the hammer? I'm, 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 I'm just saying, I, you know, I, I would have been a little more cautious, perhaps. Maybe not. <laughs> you know what I like? It's goddamn switchblades. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, you got anything you want to promote? Um, hey, check out the Comp Patreon. Check out the Comp Patreon. It's a uh, you get an extra episode of uh, Comp every week. It's only five bucks a month. It's a very good deal, I think. Uh, people seem to love it. So I would check that out. I read the links in the description. Uh, If you sign for that, we'll see you in a couple days. Otherwise, we'll see you next week. Have a great week.